0: Week six, the Fantasy Millionaires. He stacks. I'm Cash. Christian Kirk just caught an 80-yard touchdown two seconds ago. We are live on a good Monday see, night. Good to see you, brother. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Uh,
1: doing better than the Jets, that's for sure. Dig Adam uh, Gase's grave already in New York. What are you guys doing? Holy shit, that's a bad football team.
0: And you didn't get your bet in on the seven – the and separate. half wins. Yeah,
1: the, the books this year had the Jets at
0: seven and a half wins. I, I, I could not believe that was
1: out there when I saw that. I put a bunch of money, tried to send it to a friend to get the bet in. It didn't work. No money was made off that bet. So, oh, man.
0: Listen, I don't like to talk politics a lot on this show, but let me talk politics for a we'll second. Let's do it right away. Let's go for it. I don't remember what the uh, the name of the issue is on the Maryland ballot, but there is a vote up for legalizing sports gambling in Maryland. Oh, so vote, smash that. Let's smash that. Yeah. Everyone in Maryland, please do your do, do your part as a voter and get out to that booth. I don't care who you vote for. Vote. Right. Yes, for legalizing gambling
1: question two, I believe, is what it says to legalize sports betting in Maryland. So yeah, if you're in Maryland, shout out Maryland. First of all, it's a hell of a state. It's a great state. It's one of the most educated, smartest. I mean, look at us. I mean, look at us. Best beards out there. Uh, anyway, yeah, do please vote if you're in Maryland uh, and vote to legalize gambling. We need it across the whole United States. If we're gonna have Trump or Biden, <laughs> either one, we're gonna need some, some time spent you know, making ourselves feel better with a little bit of gambling. So please,
0: please. Yeah, it's such a it's such a good revenue generator for everybody. So I, I mean, come on, man. We're 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 in 2020 now. It's gonna happen. So I think it's gonna happen here in Maryland on, on this election. The, I really- I think I think there'll be enough votes on this ballot. So I
1: mean, you you'll hear hear me jumping in with the Guidos out there, just being like, "Hey, hey, how you doing? Get your gabagoo, hey." Vote for number two. Hey, how you doing? Come on, man. Put it in there. We gotta get that gambling. Come on, man. We all love sports gambling, DFS, daily sports betting. I mean, goodness gracious, you know, some of my favorite sports journalists are the junkies, and they have segments every week on their show where they're talking lines, they're talking props, they're talking bets. I mean, my man cakes will hit me up and be like, Hey, you got any props? What's going on with the betting? Betting is everywhere, you know, in the UK. It's just like, hey, man, I'm going to go into this pub real quick. Let me place a bet, jump back in, come back out. You're done. It's like a second. William Hill, all those guys, they're on your app. You can bet. They give you live lines. A goal will get scored, and a new line will jump on your phone and give you some odds to maybe get the, the comeback goal or the next goal to go up. So it's another world over in Europe. We are behind. We need to get there. Everybody in sports gambling agrees you know, sorry, I went on a tirade there.
0: Well, you know, and the other thing is too, for all us fantasy heads, you know, DraftKings, you know, they have their sports book side of it. So, I mean, you're already on there, you're already doing doing DFS. So, you know, it'll be nice to, uh, you know, be able to just throw more cash. So,
1: uh, pull back the curtain. Mike and I live in like the great state of Maryland. Like we said, we drive to West Virginia to do our sports betting. It's going to be really nice to go to the shitter <laughs> to do my sports betting instead of having to drive to a shitter of a state to do my sports betting. You know, no offense, West Virginia, uh, you're wild and wonderful, but I'd rather not get up on a Saturday or Sunday morning and trek an hour there and an hour back just to throw some cash. So that will be amazing if it goes through and hopefully Maryland operationalizes that during this NFL season that we have coming up. So yeah, you're getting me, yeah, you're getting I don't- excited, man.
0: Yeah, I don't know how that'll all play out. I'm sure it'll take a little bit, but uh, yeah. So hopefully, how'd you do in DFS this weekend, my friend?
1: You know, I'm going to say I did uh, better than uh, Pete Overzet. but you know what? That's not saying much. I think both of us took t- bit, bit it a little bit this week. You know, I didn't go down 100. I, d- I mean, if you go down 100, who cares? But. Uh, you know, I'm trying to go up hundreds, not down hundreds. I'm I was under a hundred, above seventy five, around seventy five down. But you know what? I'm coming back strong. I got my man's coin. I'm rubbing it out a little bit more this week. You know, getting that shiny gloss and gleam on it. We're gonna come back strong in week seven. You and I already are on the hunt. So uh, yeah. Well, I don't well, how much was your best lineup? What'd you get? I got uh, two hundred and three point three two. So about you know two hundred and four was my best lineup. Uh, my man Bo McBig time shout out, my big Bo. He helped me build that bad boy. We got Jefferson in there. We had DeAndre Swift in there. You know, we were rocking and rolling with our our, our wide outs as well. So, you know, it's, we're coming back. We'll be back this week, you know, week seven, every week is a new week in DFS, fantasy football. You're here because you want to win your week. That's how it works. That's what we're gonna do.
0: I think I had a 194 was my best one. Um, Do you think this is a good idea for a podcast? Maybe, you know, it's a little bit of spitballing, but okay. uh I don't know, maybe the title is uh <laughs> a couple of losers or something like that. You get together and you talk who you should have played in that one damn spot that ruined your lineup. Just like that one you. spot that crushed yeah. you. that one or two spots, you know, that you just you, you shifted. So you like know? the suicide club, but for fancy football. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Um, you no,
1: know, I think that's good. That's what we did today. We had a cathartic talk. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting choked up right now about it. And we talked about how I was one player away from thousands of dollars in the Millimaker, Maker. Uh, but I went to Aaron Jones when I should have underpaid for Derrick Henry. So, you know what? You can hit all those, get 204, only make 100 bucks. That is the way the ball oblong ball, I should say, bounces in this game. But it's great to get in it. And we talked about it today on the phone. You, I, I called up just to talk about it, doing a lineup. Next thing you know, we're, we're uh, exalting fantasy football. And, and you know, you were not calling out Alex Osimo, but you were like, I want to be like Alex Osimo. I'm here to stay DFS every day. So, you know, just a little precursor. We we
0: were getting hyped. You know, we were getting hyped today. It mm-hmm. was real. So, mm-hmm DFS by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. (laughs) All night. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let me just say, I'm not going to peel back the curtain too much here, but I have a lovely
1: little sofa area that I sleep on every Saturday night because every Saturday night I stay up, I do my podcast, I do another podcast with my man Bowman. Big time. You jumped on that podcast, Fast Hard Finish. Uh, And then I bring it up in the morning with the Millie Maker podcast. So, you know, it's a lot going on. This is my man cave. I love it. Uh, It's Monday, though. You know, we got a game on. We got one in the books, a great game. You know, the Chiefs. We'll talk about it later. We're going to talk about a little new segment that Mike doesn't even know about yet that I'm I'm, I'm unveiling later. It's just called Power Rankings. We're going to talk about what we think are the best teams and, and not just best teams in in football but for that fantasy football team that you're, you're chasing so what are the best teams so far when you kind of look at the the quarterback the wide receiver kind of you know it, it, same thing we do when we look at stacks for dfs but who, who are kind of those winning stacks you see going forward across the nfl who do you want to have the rest of the season not that you can get them but maybe that'll prelude to some of our, our trade talks as well so yeah. you want to trade talk
0: yeah man um you said uh, you got a scenario, so drop it on me. Let's okay. Do, let's do let's let's each do a couple guys that we think we either want to go after or get rid of. Yeah, and I have a little one for both of us, and I think this is one where I've thought it out a little bit. But would
1: you right now rather be trading for Ceh or Lev Bell? Which owner in your league are you approaching, uh, and maybe? Where do you see the value being right now uh, in that relationship? It hasn't started yet. We have no data to see how it's going to go. I think right now is is a kind of a get and grab situation where either way you might be able to get a little more value. What what are you thinking about that situation?
0: C-E-H by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night all day. Give me C-E-H. Ooh, I um, it. It, does, I, it definitely hurts his value getting Lev Bell there. Um, but as we saw tonight, uh, I mean, he's second in the league with rushing yards. Um, I rookie. Yeah, I think. I mean, he 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 really he's he's dynamic with the ball in his hands. Uh, yeah, I I do think it does hurt his value, but I think that's a great person for this segment because you, you know, you're going to have to give up somebody decent too. You know, you're not, they're not, whoever's got him is, especially after tonight is, is going to, uh, you know, want somebody of value. So who, who do you, who, who are you, who would you offer up
1: for CEH? That's a good question. I I mean, I think normally, you're not going to do a running back for running back trade. I mean, you don't Mm -hmm. do that if you have a Mm -hmm. running back. So, you know, I'm thinking you're going to either be trading a wide receiver, which is the highest probability, or uh, maybe a tight end if someone's desperate for a really high-class tight end. Maybe you have Waller and Tanyan or something like that. But, uh, you know, I'm thinking in that Marquise Brown range of wide receiver, that wide receiver kind of 20 – to 30 uh is somebody that i would be willing to trade especially if i have a lot of wide receivers uh so on my team currently in our big money league the BFFs, i have uh robert woods uh, Devontae adams uh aj brown and cd lamb i also have deontay johnson on the bench been dinged up a little bit uh i'd be willing to trade you know deontay johnson for sure I I don't think I'd go to CD lamb level and all the rest of those guys are a little bit untouchable for me. We have, we have an extra flex that you can do anything you want with. So, uh, you know, I'm rocking out a bunch of wide receivers and it's been working so far. So um, I I would say in that Marquise Brown range in that um, Julian Edelman range, you know, Edelman definitely is a little bit hurt. So if you can flip him for CEH, somebody who needs a wide receiver,
0: I don't think anyone's going to take a giveaway C.E.H. for those. I wouldn't, I would. There's some people who might be depressed, might be down, might be, might be a little discouraged these days. I think a more respectable offer is somebody like Cooper Cup. Yeah. Oh, would you I trade Cooper cup? cup?
1: Yes, I you think would. because the Rams. Yes, because the Rams' offense is it, it wants to run. It just uh-huh. does. It's a run-heavy offense. That's what McVay has shown this year. You don't just go, "Hey, um, I'm gonna." run the first six weeks and then we're just going to pass the next eight. You know, I mean, they're running the football. They want to run the football on a drive yesterday. They try, you know, trying to come back. They ran seven times and then they got down to the goal line. And they sort of pass it and they couldn't, they couldn't pass it. <laughs> it was, a, it was a bit of a struggle. So, you know, I, I definitely think going forward that I would make that trade uh, Cooper cup for CEH Cooper cup will spike more, but I think CEH will be more consistent. Here's what I see with the Lev bell, um, situation. I see Lev Bell being a third down back, being that Darrell Williams role that, that it's in there now. And uh, you know, kind of get still get having CEH have a lot of those opportunities where he is, you know, kind of the lead running back. You know, I think Lev Bell is one of the best patch pass catching backs out of the backfield uh, out of any anybody. So I could just see them kind of going 50-50 uh, with that timeshare and both both people being very valuable. Very valuable. Right. Like wide or uh, you know running back two to flex options every week. I think Lev Bell in the long run edges out, but I think Lev Bell is less uh, accessible. I think the Lev Bell owner right now is dying him a little bit more probably than the CEH owner, even though today was a big game that was predicted. Everyone said he's going to ball out. He's all by himself. He's going to ball out. Uh, You know, and he did, he did. But when Lev Bell comes in, I think let's see, wait a week. Don't trade right now. Trade after a week or two after CEH goes down a little bit, then make a move.
0: I like that advice. Um, what about uh, somebody like uh, okay? I've got I've got somebody. Would you want to trade for DeAndre Swift right now?
1: Oh yeah, I mean here's the thing. People, uh, I wouldn't want to trade for him this week, given how how high his price will be. But yes, right. that's who I want on my team for sure. Yeah. Um, I would be looking for these guys who are. I mean, hopefully you were trading for Swift earlier and you, you, you uh, hold on to him. You did. I know you did. You have a very high opinion of him. We ranked him earlier in the year. We did a little rookie segment. We talked about him, Cam Akers, Jonathan Taylor. It was a good little segment. You go back and look it up in the beginning of the year. Um, and so I would definitely go after Swift for the second half of the year because I think what you saw in that game, he ran the ball. He didn't just get the backfield you know, catches and little passes, which he did get too, but he ran the football. I think that's a big uh, you know, sign of things to come. They put him down the goal line. Uh, he got that touchdown. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Swift going forward. I think he has top 20 value. That RB2 every week is not going to be there, but he is an RB2 uh, bust-out potential. And so I look at the matchups and see, but, yeah, he's somebody who's not going to probably leave my lineup uh, for a while.
0: Okay, I got I got a scenario for you. Would you trade Daryl Henderson for DeAndre Swift?
1: Mm-hmm. Given the propensity for Sean McVay to run the football this year, I'm going to hold off on that. Uh, I don't know if that they that's a real good equivalent thing. I love the touchdown upside though for for Daryl Henderson, especially uh, given you know that offense doesn't do much down around the goal line with their they're not good. They're, they don't you know against let's yeah. to playing the Eagles and then yeah. right, throw it to Higby three straight times, just kind of like uh, the Chiefs did tonight with with Kelsey throwing it to him in the end zone two straight times. I, I don't know if people are not watching these tight ends and learning how to bracket coverage or to drop someone in front of them. I, whatever, I digress.
0: Well, they, they sure know how to cover Zach Ertz. That's for sure. Dude, you know, I think his, Zach Ertz's wife could cover Zach Ertz right now. It's the play calling, too. They literally just set him up in front of a linebacker three yards out. It's the worst. I mean, Doug Peterson, garbage.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, well, Doug Peterson is garbage because the offensive line is garbage. Let's also, you know, pinpoint the problem in this offense they they've lost lane johnson for several games they they lost uh starting uh guard last game as well you knew the ravens were going to feast i'm shocked that carson wentz took all that abuse and led them back in the fourth quarter carson, that's impressive that's oh impressive
0: my gosh, dude carson wentz he is doing this with a starting wide receiver trio of travis fulgham jj ortega whiteside and greg ward that That's who he's doing this with. And he almost took down the Ravens. I mean. Well, well, don't, don't forget
1: uh prospect to be on my, on my waiver wires list, Richard Rogers. Yeah, He's out there too, man. So, I mean, you know, don't discount. Who? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. know. He was on the Packers and I didn't know who he was then. Yeah. And so I definitely don't know who he is now, but I mean, that's the reality because Zach Ertz, Who who is Zach Ertz? <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. He's out, by the way, three to four weeks at least. Uh, here's a little thing you should be, be aware of um, is Dallas Goddard. I would trade for that guy, man. He is going to be a winner the rest of the league year. And guess who's got him in the BFFs? <laughs> it's your boy. So, you know, if you didn't know, I'm primed to go this year. Russell Wilson coming back off a of bye. If I win tonight, five and one. Mm-mm, 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 mm. Sorry. Personal stories notwithstanding. Let's get back into it.
0: Um, I got one more one more for the segment uh, before we jump into elevate mitigator eviscerate. Who uh, what do you think about Ronald Jones? And also it's a similar situation. I mean, Leonard Fournette is is really almost eviscerate. So you could get him off – I mean, you could get him maybe off the waiver wire. I, yeah. He's not in any league's waiver wires that I'm in because everyone no, is it's just waiting. He's a big name. Yeah, you're not going to get rid of him in, in, yet. So I think both of those are interesting guys. Um, I mean, I I would kind of – I would target either one of them for a yes. trade. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I- I think you have the best defense in the league in the Bucks, And when you have the best defense, you get to run the football. That's what you get to do. Like, that's kind of like a a thing that's going to happen a lot the rest of the year. I can see either one of those running backs getting value and touches. If one goes down, you got the other. So I I like that strategy, particularly, you know, because Fournette could be let go or you could get him on the cheap on a trade, maybe for somebody who's on the bench. Yeah
0: yeah well ronald jones right now has 472 rushing yards uh three tds so uh he's putting himself together a really nice season yeah um i do think when Leonard furnett comes back it 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 totally degrades him but i still think because of the way that offense works he's going to continue to have nice big plays and yeah. get into the end zone uh so i would I would go after, so who do you, who, if you have Ronald Jones, who would you accept? Uh, you know, I do have Ronald Jones, and
1: I'm okay. sure people people will come a, a looking, because one of my teams is going to be 0-6, because I started with Michael Thomas, uh, his lordship, and then Chris Godwin, his uh, uh, lordship as well. They've fudged my team up, if you know what I mean, and uh, my team sucks. So, uh, you know, I, I think I would take, you know, in, in the range of wide receivers, you know, it, it, it's – here's the problem. The wide receivers uh, are not scoring as many points as the running backs. I mean, it, they, they are to a degree, but they're, they're, you know, not to a degree as well. You know what I mean? And so uh, I, I, I love – I love me a good wide receiver. If I could get somebody like, I don't know, Tyler Boyd. I think that would be somebody I would be targeting. You know, um, I know you have uh, Higgins, but I think that that Boyd is a, is a nice little uh, sneaky play there, and 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 maybe DJ Moore. Those are two players that I might be targeting. I was
0: gonna—that's who I was gonna say. I was like, "Would you would you take a DJ Moore?" Yeah, uh, I think I think for
1: that, I, I, yeah, I think what you're looking at with both these those those situations I mentioned,
0: their, their defenses
1: are not very good, yeah. and so you want to chase points, chasing a losing situation. That's kind of you know. Yeah, that's kind of how I I envision it myself. So,
0: who would you take if you had Leonard Fournette? Who would you take? What's a respectable Leonard Fournette trade? A Leonard Fournette trade, you yeah. know,
1: yeah, um, you know, uh, you know I, I mean, I'm thinking like a Michael Gallup, maybe, or yeah. I like that. You know, maybe uh, Preston Williams currently surging a little bit, you know, with the Parker injury. I think what you're looking at is value. Where can you get that value uh, in the next couple of weeks and kind of plan it out that way, not just, you know, well, the, the trade calculator says six more points. Well, who gives a Are you going to win next week with this guy? How can you right. make the team better? Uh, especially if you need to win. If you're in the, the three and threes or two and fours like yourself, you got to rally. you got to make some moves this week. This is the week to, to come back because if you don't come back, If you drop to two and five, it's over, Johnny. It's probably over, you know, not for sure, but you got to rip them out. So let's win this week.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, those are, uh, those are good guys to target in, uh, in trades. Um, Let's go to elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate. Uh, Where should we start? You want to start elevate?
1: Oh, man, uh, you know, I, I we did this last week and you, you threw it to me and you said, who do you want to elevate? And I started mitigating people immediately. So I realized I was I was glass half empty. So, yeah, let's start with elevate. And I'm going to be lockstep with you, you know, this week. And, and I'm going to try to elevate. Uh, what do you. What do you think about AJ Green getting elevated? Because we just kind of mitigated. <laughs> We've been eviscerating him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, the whole industry's been eviscerating him. Yeah, he's What's-
0: available. He's available on in multiple leagues. Um yeah.
1: Bo says no. Yeah. Do, I'm going
0: to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not. Gold, a little fool's goal. I think
1: you keep him on your team. I have him in Bo's league. I didn't play him. I'm not going to now elevate him and chase points, but I do think you, <laughs> that was just so ironic. I, I couldn't
0: overlook that from last week. So, yeah. Yeah, well, hey, this is fantasy. You know, some weeks, <laughs> some weeks they're uh, – some weeks they're eviscerate, some weeks they're elevate, and uh, and they're also waiver wire segments all in yeah. one. So, um, right. Well, yeah. okay, here's a guy who I think you have to elevate is Brandon Cooks. I
1: mean, Brandon yeah. Cooks is is, is not going to get zero again this year. Uh, you know, he followed up his 30-point performance with almost a 22-point performance. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he is going to get targets in this offense. Bill O'Brien, what is wrong with you? I'm going to say it again. You're not a good football coach, but you're an even worse GM because you brought in. You're like, I really value this guy. This guy's got a lot of talent. Let me tell you, I see the stars for this guy. Bring him in. Bring him in. Pay him the money. Pay him the money. Then he brings him in, and he's like, hey, hold on. I'll be right back. Comes in, he puts his coach hat on, his whistle, and he's like, hey, uh, you're late. That's a fine. That's $3,000. Get out there, Brandon Cooks. Go out there and run. And then he doesn't give me any targets. I mean, what in the world? What in the world, Bill O'Brien? I don't get it, man. If you think he's that valuable, you're going to bring him into your team and you're not even going to play him? That's just – that's asinine. Like, at least go with the guy that you paid for, that you brought in that you thought was going to be your guy. At least. Come on,
0: man. Get out of here. What I love, getting rid of B.O.B. Boo! You now – Deshaun Watson's value skyrockets because I think they're what you saw is them be a game they should have won, yeah. Versus, and uh, I'll be interested to see where we put them in our power rankings because the Tennessee Titans look like they are the truth. I mean, they're they're in my power rankings, they are. Oh, yeah, I mean, that is a really good football team, and they went toe to toe. And it's a hundred percent because they took the guardrails off to Sean Watson, and they just let him do yeah. what he's capable of doing. And what he's capable—I mean, the quarterback position in the NFL is so hard to play. It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's really. If you picked the hardest jobs in the world, mm-hmm. I think you could make an argument that playing quarterback in the NFL might be the hardest job in the world. There's literally. 10 people that can do it well. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not in the backside of that 10. He's in the top five of the best talents in the league. I mean, he is, he, he's got everything you want. He's got every single thing that makes you a good quarterback
1: well and and now what he has and this is what brandon cooks has always been and i used to draft him because he was the 13th wide receiver the 19th the 12th the you know 9th whatever it was he, he he was always in that top 20 even on different teams and stuff he's a speed merchant man you get him the ball down the seam or down the sideline on on a go route where you got him on one-on-one covers with a sucker that's what you do. And he delivers, man. He's a little bit stouter Tyree Kill. That's the model he's in. He's a speed burner. You know, sometimes you get him on the jet sweeps. He used to be really good at that when he was, you know, playing for New England. He was awesome at that. I think what you have to do is you have to design plays that benefit your players. Like when you look at your team, you go, who has a skill? Oh, he's good at, oh, I'm going to get him the, the ball in space going around the edge so that it comes down to him, a linebacker. In a, in a corner, and I'll let him decide where he wants to go, and sometimes Brandon Cook gets tackled. Sometimes Brandon Cook makes a cut, and he goes 30, 40 yards on those little runs. So, you know what? I, I think uh, he's somebody who I want to have in my lineup. He might be somebody I trade for as well. Yeah, I like that. Um, but, uh, by the way, I don't want to toot my own horn because, you know it, sometimes it's kind of like a jerk move to toot your own horn, you know, and, and people don't like it. Toots. You know? Toot it up. That's what you do,
0: Toots. Come on. Toot, toot, All right. Well,
1: you know, I I hate to do this to you guys because you know, I mean, in general, like I said, I'm not a guy who toots. But uh, if you really do want to know, uh, this year I, I rocked it out with an article called Wide Receiver Two Theory, uh, and in this Wide Receiver Two Theory, I'm about to to share this on the screen because we got like magic powers here on Streamyard. By the way, shout out Streamyard because they're way better than ECAM, and shout out ECAM because it gave me my money back when I bitched in them. So I appreciate that. No, I'm not going to lie. It's a, You know what? Uh, I would go with StreamYard, but, um, you know, Ecam's not the worst people ever. So there you go. I'm, I'm not a bad person either. Uh, here we go. I'm going to share my wide receiver 2 theory real quick with the people. Uh, and then and then in this theory that I, I pontificated, which, you know, it, it's just a theory. It doesn't hold any real true value. But if you scroll down, wide receiver 35 mr brandon cooks i got him in there as as one of my guys um where is he okay
0: you just went past
1: him there we go i got him in there sorry as one of my guys i don't get a picture of him because he wasn't in uniform yet with the Texans, but i do have him in there along with players like tyler boyd uh, and if you you'd see my, my scroll down there uh deontay johnson did get hurt but my man C.D. Lamb definitely in there as well. So you know, to- Toots likes to to share it when I got it. Not not to really talk about myself, but really to help other people because my m- m- I knew about C.D. Lamb. I didn't have to talk about him. I didn't have to write about any of this. This was me definitely seeking to help the people out. So uh, Toots can toot but really it's about the people and letting them know about where they can find good quality content to help enrich their fancy football knowledge. I mean, that's why they're here. That's why we're here. We're here to sharpen the swords and to get better. Uh, who else are you elevating or do you want to move on to uh, well, mitigating?
0: I'll say, I'll say two more people. Um, Bo McBigTime has chimed in and I, I, I think Deandre Swift is um, he's somebody I'm going to, I'm going to elevate. I also think we moved Off of AJ Green, but I I think T Higgins Mm. is somebody if you have on your team, especially in a a 12 man league, you know, where you could be more thin at wide receiver. uh, That guy is, he's everything you want in a wide receiver, you know. He's He's a new AJ Green. Yeah, right. That's exactly what he looks like. He looks like a new AJ Green. Yeah. It's, and, Joe Burrow likes him. I mean, he likes to throw him the ball and
1: catches the ball every time. Unlike AJ Green, who gets peppered with targets like 11, 12 targets, he catches three of them. Like Green couldn't get his hands in the right spot a couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, My hands, coach.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, that's exactly it, man. It's like, you know, you, you, yeah. And that's the thing about why it fits with the wide receiver two theory. It's that. You know when there's when there's multiple good receivers, you know, and you have a good quarterback, um, you know, defenses are gonna they're gonna have to focus on it, it, the way that they drop the plays. There, there's gonna be players that just get more targets, and I think the way that they, the chemistry that those two guys have, and just his body. I mean. If if I if I'm a a rookie quarterback and I'm trying to make a name for myself, that's that's who I'm going to be looking to get the ball. So, well, he's the biggest, tallest guy, not counting AJ
1: Green, uh, who's on the field, but he's on the field more than AJ Green.
0: Yeah, and he's he's just a better version of AJ Green. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. six receptions, 125 yards, you know, 20 points. Touchdowns coming, they're coming. He had two a couple weeks ago. They're coming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like him as a DFS play. I like him as a long
1: shot. movie makers coming up. Uh, add him to the list of rookies, CD lamb, Henry Ruggs, uh, that I will play. And that I will definitely put in as my wide receiver two or three in a tournament. I like it. Let's go to mitigate uh, both suggesting things. I got to tell you, shout out. My go, my guy, Bo Mc, big time. That MF is one of my favorite people. Mike loves them, too. You know, if you don't mess with Bowman big time, I mean, I don't get out of here. You know, this guy uh, makes the world's best hot sauce. I stand by it. I've got one bottle left. I'm going to make my order tonight for sure, Bow, because I need to get that good stuff to to the house soon. Actually, i got one bottle in the fridge, one bottle up on the stands. So i got two bottles left. i got a little bit of time, but uh, it's coming fast, and, uh, you know, I love that guy. He writes for me at nimblewnumbers.com. He also does Picante takes uh, for the podcastic network. He he's he's awesome. He's my guy. So shout out Mr. Bo. Bo also wanted to mention uh, Jefferson is someone you need to, to elevate. Oh, now, he, yeah. was, he was already elevated. We elevated him yeah. last week. No, but Bo. That's a good, but,
0: I mean but I, know, agree. I mean it, uh, keep i him keep him elevated. Keep certain him elevated. players' stats speak for themselves, but I I you know he's he's definitely worth mentioning. He's he's gotta be I mean I, I think anybody who's got him is is already doing it but yeah I mean he's definitely worth it. Um all right, I got a good I got a good mitigate cuz I mean I it, it it's starting to you know this segment it's like it, as this season progresses it's it, you already know who to mitigate. So I got a good yeah. one.
1: Okay, good. I like
0: I I've, I've, I've already mitigated this person. Okay. He has a touchdown right now tonight. And I don't care. Here's a touchdown. His 7.9 uh, Kenyon points. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Mitigate Kenyon Drake. Mitigate that guy. You. It yeah. sucks. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks he you drafted tough. him in the second round. Yeah, he sucked. You, uh, you might have drafted him in the first round. Yeah. And he, uh, I traded for him after I lost Saquon Barkley. And I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to, uh, he, I could see him having some big games down the line. And right. when he does, you know, I'll bring him in. But I, he's riding pine for me until I see something. Because riding dirty.
1: He's riding yeah. dirty.
0: Yeah, he's getting splinters up his ass, dude. Mm, he's not? riding dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, it makes total sense that he's riding dirty. You know, here's the thing about that offense. It doesn't go through their running game at all. It goes through Kyla Murray's feet. And then his scrambling, and then his running, and then his passing, and then his little tiptoe through the end zone and the tulips. So yeah, um, that's just how it goes. Uh, I, I, what about mitigating? Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's some guys that you can mitigate. What about mitigating Juju Smith Schuster? Oh,
0: I in that offense, it, James Washington's outscoring him. Cash and we have that cash, cash. called it. I told. I said. I said. I. 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 When we were doing our draft picks you 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 had to put him i put him in the fifth round people were mocking me um i, I would have put him later I, yeah. it's like i had to because i didn't want to be absurd peer pressure was on yeah. Right. yeah i yeah. got industrial pressure industrial peer pressure I got peer per- pressured into putting him at the end of the fifth round in a 12 man league draft and yeah. it, and the only reason why i did it was because uh, it, again, it's the Steelers. It's not Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, you could put him on another team. They just don't like to. They, he, they're the Steelers. He's a blocking running back guy. He don't care about fantasy football. Like it's not about <laughs> fantasy football. <laughs> Wait a
1: minute, Mike. But I got investment in dynasty with that guy. It's uh, he's a good guy. His metrics are He's twenty-two. You know, yeah. he's only twenty-two.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're winning football games and the formula is not going to change. He'll have good games, but yeah, I, yeah. I think that's interesting. I, I definitely think he's definitely um, you know, he he's 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 a potential mitigator depending on who who you have on your team, you know. He's still, you know, borderline flex. Um, but yeah, I like that. I think that's a that's kind of a hot take. So it's not, you know, I like it. Yeah, thank you. thank you. Well, you know, I I, uh, I am Toots, but the
1: last guy that Toots wrote about uh, in his wide receiver two theory was James Washington. I said he just might win you your league, and it wasn't because you know he's going to be the featured wide receiver, but injury attrition, whatever it is. Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers—they sling a ling it. Mm-hmm. I think we forget how much Big Ben drops back and just goes okay. Whoosh! And that guy has got an arm cannon still, and I love it. He is not dusty, and uh, they've got Claypool now. They're just so dangerous, and and they don't care about your fantasy football team. Uh, and so I think Claypool right now, I would go Claypool, James Washington, Juju Smith-Schuster, Eric Ebron. Those are the three, uh, four target values I would go uh, because Deontay Johnson's out. I
0: think if Deontay Johnson comes back in, uh, I think mitigates James Washington for sure. Yeah, he uh, just jumps into his role. That's, yeah. I, mean, I I love James Washington. I, I he's think, he's, uh, he's a good, he's good waiver wire pickup for this week, too. Uh, I mean, it just depends what, what happens with Deontay Johnson, but uh, he's got
1: back bruise that's not good. You don't, he's been out for two weeks now because somebody hit him in his back. That's
0: yeah. That's not good.
1: That's breathing. That's moving. That's dude. dude I've dude. had
0: some back injuries myself, and they are it, it. When you get a back injury, it's you just realize how oh, your body is really two separate things. It's like you got your upper body and your lower body. And when any part of your back is messed up, you can feel how disconnected you are, and it hurts, dude. Like you can't walk, you can't do anything. So no, it's bad. Yeah.
1: Oh so, well, my my man Bowman, big time. <clears throat> learned from his, uh, you know, employer here, Toots. He said, "I ranked Juju at wide receiver forty-one. Good for fucking you, Bo." <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No. Yeah. All right,
0: I got I got yeah. another one for you. I'm mitigating. He's a mitigator. He, okay. I, I, you know, uh, it's matchup dependent, but. Uh, uh, generally, I'm going to mitigate this guy. Hopefully, I don't have to play this guy, Devin Singletary. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. He, he Zach Moss didn't cut into his carries. Uh, the, Sean McDermott's game plan did, and and how he's just going to run it and uh, with Josh Allen and throw with Josh Allen and fumble it with Josh Allen and whatever it is. Josh Allen is it. There's not somebody. Except for Stefan Diggs, who you can go, that's my guy every week. Pair him up, score him up, he's good to go.
0: It's kind of the same thing with Kenyon Drake and Kyler Murray and Josh Allen and Devin Singletary. These guys, I the, they're like the best rushing quarterbacks I've ever seen. I, I think Kyler Murray's better rushing quarterback than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we uh, talked I, about that last week. Yeah, I agree with you. I think hot he's pick, by the way better. Um, And I think Josh Allen is right there too in yeah. Lamar's neighborhood because I, first of all, the, the hardest guy to bring down of those three, you know, when you put your hands on him is Josh Allen. He's 6'5, five. Five. He's, he's 240. 6'5, 240. That's yeah. his, his claypool. Like, I mean, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he, and he's so fast. Yeah. So it's, it's like when you have these quarterbacks, I've always said that when you have, the rushing threat, and you, you know, you do the RPO. It it helps your running backs. Yeah, I, I'm I'm modifying that. They can't be as good of running quarterbacks as those two guys are because when they're that good, when yeah. you get down to the goal line, there's no right. reason to hand off the ball. Colin Murray's going to get into the end zone.
1: Yeah, let's talk about how the RPO has has mod- been modified since it first came out with with RG three. Really, in the NFL, that was a, a one to two read look, and so what happened is he would stick to ball out to alfred morris and the linebackers would come down and if they did he would pull it out and then he would throw it over their heads to pierre garcon right that was like the plan uh and if, if that didn't work if they didn't he would throw a little pass to the back or whatever you know and get a couple yards but or the tight end or whatever but uh that's not how it works anymore that's not how it works really the quarterback on rpos wants to keep the ball
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, he's not trying to trick the linebackers. I mean, every once in a while you see him do that, but really he's trying to run. They, and they had a designed run uh yesterday in the Tennessee Titans game for the quarterback position. That was Derrick Henry. That was just oh, it was in fuego. How are you going to stop that guy on the quarterback keeper? Like no way, man. I loved it. Great. I hated yeah. it. It lost me forty bucks against my man Kevin Tompkins, but. I said, look, I said, London, look what they're going to do. I said, no, they're going to run it in with Derrick Henry. I said, no, it's not fair. He's as big as those linemen and he's bigger than the linebackers. I said, he's going to get a touch. This is easy touchdown for Derrick Henry. And he ran right through, uh, made me look real smart in front of my kid. Thank you, Derrick Henry, for just being a man beast. I mean, God bless you, man. You, When we get to the heavens or whatever it is, I want to meet Derrick Henry one day and just say, I watched every one of your runs, every one of them. And they were glorious, sir. So, that's my man. I love his
0: ponytail. I love that thing. That was a little implicit, but. That joint yeah. is just, it's so Derrick Henry. It's thick. <laughs> yeah. It's so thick. Just, yeah, man. That thing is bomb. Here's the thing. I don't think anybody
1: in the league would grab it. If you grab Derrick Henry's thing, I think he might pick you up and body slam you. That's just a feeling I get from from, from my guy. That's all I can say. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a grown ass man, as Pete Overzet would say. Anyway, uh, Bo Bo's talking about mitigating Cam Newton, or is he just saying that's so Cam Newton? I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to mitigate Cam Newton because his running upside every week does give you potential, but his his interceptions last I week I just was, dropped them. They were terrible. They were just I just so
0: eviscerated terrible. Cam Newton. We probably had a little plethora of quarterbacks for me. I Derek Carr. I eviscerated Cam for Derek Carr. Well, you know, I think it's a great way to. Uh, talk about you want to move to, to waiver wire pickups or about did, you, did we say any eviscerates that was my that's that's somebody i eviscerated cam newton, cam newton. It, it's kind of kind of getting to the spot where it's like who who is there to you know who is there to eviscerate i'm gonna keep cam newton i mean i think right now they don't have anybody to th- it, it's the yeah. like julian edelman he is not it. Nikhil Harry is not it. I mean, they just they're he. I mean, he's just sitting back there waiting for guys to get open and just getting mauled. I'm not yeah, saying he's not going to um, have other good games, but um, I so you he's, need a better he's game My first him. eviscerate. I'm not advocating, you yeah. know, you know, he's hot trash or anything like I that. Know that you eviscerated Cam Newton, but I, I mitigated him, but I eviscerated him for Derek Carr. Okay, I
1: like that. Well, you know what? I think I don't have any hot take eviscerates this week. Um, when I thought about it, that there the week the NFL week to week is a beast. It changes every week. You know, uh, you look at somebody like Jeff Wilson or Jamichael Hasty. You know, uh, who last week were nothing. They might be something because. You have Raheem Mostert now, who's on the IR for a couple of weeks with a, with an ankle, you know, situation, high ankle sprain. So, uh, you know, you never know where value is going to shift, and so I, I never want to just you know totally drop someone off of my team, um, you know. So I, I'm not going to eviscerate anybody right now.
0: I, I hear you. I was trying to think of who to to do on eviscerate, and it's like, um, again, uh, as the season progresses. It's like I was going to say. Zach Ertz. It. I was going to say Zach Ertz. I mean, listen, Zach Ertz got injured, and
1: I don't want to pile on injured players because you're already kind of either stowing him away, uh, obviously. But but just yeah, Zach Ertz, somebody who is just not—he's not it to, for me.
0: He's just yeah, you know, but he's injured, so I don't. You know. All right, let's do waiver wire. Uh, this is also going to be quick. Um, Trey Burton, the end. <laughs> well, well, here's what I will say too. Uh, it, Dallas Goddard is
1: available in leagues. He's available in some leagues because he's injured, and and that is a real truth. So it's few and far between. But if you're in a league, please get him. I mean, immediately get him right now. Uh, but yeah, Trey Burton is number one uh, target on my tight end list. Uh, I
0: do have number one target overall. I mean, he's. He, I mean, who's the best person to pick up on the waiver wire this week? It's got to be Trey Burton. I, I think it is. You'd be
1: surprised how many people are still on the waiver wire, and I'm talking like 30%, 40%, 50 percent. Uh, owned Matt Indeed. Ryan got onto
0: our waiver wire and our I was army. gonna
1: say Matt Ryan, if he's available, um get him. Uh Trey Burton, yes, 100 percent I do agree with you. I also think uh depending on how long Johnny Smith's out for Fursker becomes a target that you want to get just because that <laughs> offense is humma lumma dumb, you know, it is it's giving it to to everybody, and dude, you'd be surprised your boy Henry Ruggs is available in like 50%, 60% – no, 50 40% of some leagues because he's coming off the injuries, coming off the bye week. Yeah. There's people that are just like secret little winners who you're like, what? I yeah. didn't drop Henry Ruggs. I got him in my league. No one's dropping him. I'm not getting rid of him in our smart brainiac world we live in. But you might be in a league with some dumbos, and they might have dropped Henry Ruggs. So pick that guy up, please. Don't let that guy go if he's on your waiver wire. Get him. Trey Burton,
0: I agree 100%. Well, I keep, I've said this guy for three weeks and I'm going to say him and he's never going to come back this season because of his Liz Frank foot injury, Alshon Jeffrey, Never, never. I'm gonna
1: say, never. I'm gonna say a uh, Travis Fulgham who's not owned. Get that guy, get that guy. I mean, we already
0: said him last week. I know, I, he's definitely still available in like 50% of leagues. People get him, dumb. get him. Uh, I mean, he, he's he's Vinny Papali. It's such a cool story. A great story. Uh, last
1: week's episode was so cool.
0: I mean, uh, like he is, um, and 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 that's the thing. You know, I was listening to somebody talk about the NFL. The thing is, is that the the guys that are just outside the NFL are so talented. And for whatever reason, they're just, you know, on a practice squad and – I mean he looks every bit the part of an yeah. NFL receiver. Oh yeah. You know? oh, He's, yeah. Big big, big strong. He's got hands. Yeah, um it takes, it takes the, the pass over the middle. You
1: go in that linebacker land, you got some stones,
0: man. You yeah, yeah, bombs, yeah. Man. You got some balls, bro. But I do think if That's Alshon Jeffrey comes back, he is going to eat. I I I, 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 I really, really do. I mean yeah, he comes I, back. Back. we're watching him and Deshaun
1: Jackson both. We're looking it's the Eagles watch.
0: I just I, added to I don't know. the
1: Tampa Bay Watch, New England Bay I Watch, want
0: John Jackson. I, I, no, I, I, don't, I don't either. Don't I, don't I'm just sure. saying
1: those were the people who will suck up snaps and routes to take Fulgham out to, to devalue players like that. It's just the snap share. That's what you want to watch for. So as long as they're out, he thrives. As soon as they come back, they just, he just takes a hit. He just takes a hit. That's how it is. Yeah. Yeah, Here's yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. I'm going to name some names, bro, and I'm going to play a game with you called Do You Think They're Owned in More – or less than 50% of leaks. Okay. Because, you know you didn't know about this segment, but it's a cool one. I thought I just spawned right. it on. Here we go. Uh, Preston Williams.
0: I just got him off the waiver wire. Um, Aaron, I'm going to say less than
1: 50%. Yeah, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. You win. Less than 50%. Next guy, Tim Patrick, a guy we talked about last week on the waiver Definitely wire. Definitely less than 50%. Definitely. Ding, 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 ding.
0: Your guy, uh, Keelan Cole. I would think more than 50%, less than 50%. Wow. Yep. Yep. Uh, the, those were the three. I was
1: wondering if you could get my pattern. They were all under 50 and you could get them.
0: I if, just answered if, honestly. I kind of saw maybe that's where you're going, but I, I, I would have okay. thought if I gave my honest answer, people, I mean, he's had enough good games. Well, I mean, he's he was already like wide receiver 28 or something like that in PPR. Yeah, touchdown last week. Uh, No. Yeah. Now he's going to be like wide receiver, like 19 or something like that. I mean, he had, he had a bomb game last week.
1: Yeah. Well, they're all available
0: in, in about
1: 50% more, less than that. So I mean, you, you, there's some over 60% available. Uh, Also somebody just might want to keep an eye on wide receivers, Marcus Johnson. If you're in a deeper league, apparently Philip Rivers can throw to only one. Well, he threw, he threw to Zach Pascal as well, but, uh, and and there was a touchdown caught by T. Y. Hilton. So he kind of spread around, but, Targets wise, and, and Marcus Johnson has been balling out. He got a hundred yards in that offense. That's kind of crazy. So if you're a deeper, deeper, deeper league, keep your eye out for him. uh The only other guy that I have on my list, uh, you know, you talk about Matt Ryan, Derek Carr, you mentioned as well. Uh, Justin Herbert coming off a of buy might be available as well. Just a little, little sneaky plays to upgrade your QB position if you're thinking about that. And then uh, one guy too that as long as Aikens is out, Darren Fells. Is I, yeah, DNF yeah. is available. And I think he is somebody who I wanted to mention him too. It's because of, of Deshaun Watson being unleashed. Yep. You know, you know how the, the fancy footballers have 55. We yeah. should have unleashed. Because uh-huh. my guy, Darren Fells, in the Deshaun Watson unleashing is being unleashed not because he's great. But because the volume's there, and he's like seven feet tall, you know. So those two things, and that catch, by the way, I watched it on the next gen stats on Sunday that he had for his touchdown. It's just so cool. They had like, a minute or two after his touchdown catch. They had the little circles with the dots and the line and the ball going, and the angle of that with the cat he, he is a beast. He really is. So
0: you know, I got I'm, your I got your streamer defense for the for the weekend. Oh, I got one too. Oh, I got one too. Let's go. We. Who, who I, 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 this is it. And yeah. you, you've probably already eviscerated this one. Yeah. Um, Bills are taking on the Jets next week. Oh, yeah,
1: I gotta tell you, that was my defense, man. Go ahead, that was and, scoop great call. Up.
0: Go ahead and scoop them
1: up, and yeah,
0: line man. up. I, I had the Dolphins, D, which, is, which is the Dolphins D is looking like it's a pretty solid D. Um, yeah, yeah, got me got me a nice 20 bone in one of my legs, So,
1: Ruggish, sluggish, bone.
0: I'm in. I'm in. I love it. All right. Well, you know what?
1: That that's the end. I have a, um, you know, one maybe one last guy to think about. Uh, and, and that I mean it. I mean I I don't even want to mention him. But you know, uh, if 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 the the god Derek Henry goes down. Uh, yeah, McNichols. McNichols, because yeah. here, here, because why the backfield's only kind of his because the rookie uh, Evans
0: is on IR. So yeah. really, it just becomes a numbers game. I like game. your pickups, bro. That those are yeah. all the guys I was thinking about, and yeah. I, I'm glad you mentioned him because uh, he, he looks good. good. Yeah. He looks good, and he he plays that PPR role too. I don't think anything's going to happen to that man. No, no, that no. grown ass man. So it's not. It's not one of those kind of situations. It's just one of those kind of situations where um, he's going he's going to break off all these 40, 50-yard runs, and he's going to need hey, a rest. <sighs> yeah. 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 Hey, and I just shoved six linemen down. I'm going to take a break on this one and just, like, yeah.
1: pop a ponytail up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Listen, man, I, I can be honest with you. Uh, Derek Henry, to me, is-, is just like a hero because – He is bigger than linebackers, Mm. faster than safeties. Mm. He's like, he's like what I want Jesus to be. You know, like that's kind of like if you told me that that was Jesus, I'd be like, yeah, man, (laughs) yeah, because that's my guy in the NFL. He is the closest I think you get in a game to Jesus on the running back side. Here's what they said. In the last three years, uh, there's three people who have run for 300 or 200 yards, you know, and and it's three people, and then it's three times Derrick Henry. So it's Derrick Henry more than everybody else times three, adding up to that. That just that man went 94 yards, and there was a point where he was level, and and actually behind. If you look at the the, the real run, almost everybody on the field. He was the last guy on the field, and then he went – and once he hit the linebackers, there were so many guys who were, like, right next to him, you could just, like, reach out and touch him. No, you can't. No, you can't. He went so fast, DBs couldn't catch him, man. Like, he went 21 miles an hour. He was up there on your Raheem Mostert fastest runs of the year club, mm-hmm. and and that dude is, like, 265 pounds. Mm-hmm. So, holy S. I mm-hmm. love that guy. I'm sorry, man. I just came. I got to clean it up. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oof. yeah, he, uh, I mean, seriously, that guy is, uh, can you imagine trying to play against him in high school? <laughs> you know, he rushed for over 12,000 yards in high school. <laughs>
1: That's like three thousand yards a season, bro. I'm oh. sure it was just.
0: I'm sure it was just one ninety-four yard rush after another, and then they just right. took him out at halftime. No, so I bet four hundred yards a game on like four
1: carries. I bet it was a lot of these, right? I bet it was like uh, here we are at Westfield High School, and the kickoff goes down, and they've kneeled it at the three. <laughs> this is an interesting strategy here. We'll see what happens. All right. Uh, There's uh, too many linemen on the field. I don't understand. There's a lineman in the backfield. Holy shit. And that's what happened on every play. He would go, listen, I played against a guy who did that in real life. In the 90s, in, in Montgomery County, Maryland, where I live, his name was Tyree Foreman. And I tackled him one time when he didn't have the ball. And he looked at me after I did, I didn't really tackle him. I grabbed his leg, tripped him. He got up and he like l- laughed in my face and like pushed my pushed his foot in my face as as a Graham Manley touchdown went over. I fell for the play fake. I got in the backfield, man. I busted through the, I was so little, not little, I was fat, I was so low to the ground. That I could get down in my four-point stance and get lower than anybody, and I could just—you see how flexible I am—I could ram through and get in there. I did, but you know, uh, Pat Soleno was rolling out, not actually handing the ball off, and Tyree was none pleased. He ran uh, for a like a—I would say—a seventy-yard run in the first quarter of that game, where he trucked my guy Mike Herway, uh, crushed him, crushed him as a safety. But my other best friend George Eboa, ran him down and tackled him at like the two yard line, and George Boa was on the state like track and field like fastest guys in the in the so state. So was Tyree team. Foreman. So it was Yeah, but not as fast as George Jaboa. That guy
0: got tackled. I couldn't believe it. No one ever believed. Got the angle on him. I, that guy Tyree Foreman. I think he. I think he was the fat. He was like top. In the state in track and field, too. He was so fast.
1: Listen, that it, was guy, like
0: Green. it was like tackling Daryl Green. Daryl Green ran down and tackled him. He just got the angle on him. Mm. Get the angle on him. I, I don't know. I, I watched it live, that. man. I watched it live. I, was I on probably did too because I went to every game. I was at Sherwood then. So I, I just remember Tyree Foreman. Uh, if there was if anybody you Magruder was, game
1: at Magruder,
0: it was at Magruder. I just went to every game. So I don't remember. I, I don't remember that, but uh, you might see you uh, might see your boy over there, number
1: sixty-nine.
0: I was, uh, yeah, probably <laughs> out smoking weed in the cornfields. But hey, um, listen, let's talk about high school another day because I could. Those are my cornfields, bro. I let's just see. remember Tyree Foreman yeah. being somebody that I was a hundred percent sure was going to make the NFL. Oh. Well, you, uh, you don't he don't trash play cans play. for legs, trash, yeah, trash cans for legs. He was one of the yeah. fastest people in the state, yeah. and he played D one at Virginia think he made a practice squad. You know, that's that's how uh crazy it is to play in the NFL. And this guy was, I mean, you know, he'd he'd have five carries for four hundred yards. I mean, that's yeah. that was his game script. It was crazy. He would they yeah. would just put him in, we'd win twenty eight to nothing. Uh well, forty five you know, to nothing or fifty two to nothing. Or, right. It would just be handoff after handoff. But um he would I just the same sweet play to the right
1: or the left, whatever hash mark you're on, they go to the far hash mark and he would just be faster than everybody else.
0: And he would get the corner or make a juke. And then he would go. And then once he got to university of Virginia, it was like, that didn't like they were as fast as him. Like they just like, he'd get like five yards on plays. And I was like, what is this? Like, well, here's the truth about all of that, man.
1: I think some of the best players are the players who are tested. And so when you go through a system, you want people who are tackling you, hitting you, making you better. And so maybe you're in one of those like Pennsylvania, you know, football factory or Texas football factory or California towns where they all live, sleep and breathe that shit. And they eat it up and you get better and you help somebody else get to the pros. You don't get there, but you're so good that you make somebody else better. They get there. Tyree didn't have that in our, in our game, man. He was, he was spoiled. He would go for five and three hundred and three touchdowns. 40. Yeah. And he didn't have people who were at his skill level. And so when he got to people who were at his skill level, he didn't have the other skill set to be successful, the determination, the worth, whatever it was, whatever the, well, athletic, yeah. the 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 coaching support, the whatever it was, whatever the issues were there. He just didn't have it where it was easy before and now it was hard. And that's really what you need to be successful is iron sharpening you the
0: whole way. Well and you know I don't think Derrick Henry still has anyone testing him. So no, well Derrick back. Henry breaks that theory. But I no, mean he just doesn't he's still like he's still playing in high school. Like yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's breaking off 94. You think that's going to be his last 94-yard run? I don't. No. No, no, he does one every year
1: and when I when I saw it come across my screen I go, "Oh yeah, of course. Of course. I can't wait to see it." Uh so let's talk about our our uh our ranking system okay. here now. So this is a new segment that I, I'm pioneering here too. I'm just throwing a bunch of curveballs at Mike because you know he's my guy and I know he can handle. It. So What's he power rank, he, power ranking up. So uh, this is where we play a sounder and be like power ranking, do 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 do. Yeah. all right. So let's go down. Let's count down. We're talking best teams moving forward, uh, with with the fantasy implications with your QB. You could be your RB, your wide receiver. These are the offenses you want. They might also correlate to some of the better teams in the NFL. So I don't want people to get confused with who you think is the top team right now, but there might be some crossover in some of these situations. The top five offensive kind of fancy juggernauts that you want to have going forward the rest of the
0: year. Okay. Um, we can go from he, five to one. Okay. Go from five to one. So is that helpful, we, or you want to go from one to five? Which, which no? One? Let me just. If you want to go five to one, let me. I'm gonna throw one out
1: there. I'm gonna throw out my five. Okay. okay.
0: All right. I'm gonna throw my, my my
1: five is is Pittsburgh. That's who yeah. I was gonna say.
0: Yeah, that's, that's I think say.
1: Pittsburgh. In, in yeah. every single game is not gonna be every single player gonna get those those big 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 points. It might be games where Connor gets more of the groundwork or the the offense shifts around. But I think that Big Ben's not somebody who I'm gonna be you know, striving to get, he's not on most of my teams, but I think all of those different pieces in that offense, whether it be Connor or whether it be Claypool or Washington or Deontay Johnson, whoever that is, I think they're, they have value. They have a lot of value going forward. So I, I like that whole offense. They're number five for me. What do you think about that offense?
0: Yep. That would be, I was going to pick them at my five. That's literally who I was looking at and saying, all right, if I'm going to start, I'd put them at five. Uh, it's just a lot of, a lot of good weapons uh they score a lot of points so you could get somebody like james washington uh off the waiver wire and you know um you it, with deontay johnson out he's gonna eat um eric ebron's gonna eat uh so yeah that's a good pick for five um you want to lead off four Okay, well, I, I, you are throwing a curveball at me. I, I haven't prepped for this at all, so I'm looking right now. Well, I'm trying to think if I would put them higher. Um, I'm looking at for as a fantasy football team. I guess I'd have to say
1: the Rams. Well, I like them for the running backs for sure. I think they are a great value. Well, you got,
0: you got, you got, I mean, you got and then two tight Wood. ends. You got yeah. two tight ends. You got two, you got three wide receivers, Josh Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's getting play. They're, they're um, my, number, they're my number six.
1: So I'm not, I'm, this is, this is very close. Yeah. This okay. is very close. That's I'm my not four. I like That's that four. But only, pro- four. the only problem is they're, they're running so many runs that I, Cooper Cup's devalued so far. Robert Woods is, his value's increased. he's had big big games though. I mean, this is the thing about it. Depending on the game, it's going to go different ways. My number four is Atlanta, and it's only if it's only if Julio Jones is healthy. And that's where that's where these caveats come in. I'm not trying to like you know hedge my bets or anything like that, or like. But that offense sucks without Julio. With Julio, though, that's that's a great offense, and I really like. Even Todd Gurley, it opens it up for him without Julio. Todd Gurley gets a little bit more of the focus, so I like that. If you are a Todd Gurley guy, but I think that offense, their defense is still not great. Look what happened to Minnesota; they they scored forty points, you know. So I like them.
0: Okay, I I I like them too. I am going to put them at three. (laughs) That's a good pick. (laughs) That's a good pick. I I already know one and two. I I, am sure we both have one and two the same. Who's your three? You know,
1: um, I am going to go Tennessee at my three um and i i really like tennessee a lot and i think derrick henry we talked about but then also you have a.j brown johnny smith getting hurt sucks like that just kind of sucks but i think that does give a.j brown a little bit more uh, of an edge and tanny hill man he's been a secret little top
0: you know 10
1: quarterback this year really crushing it
0: I'm, i'm 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 going to put Atlanta at 3. I'm moving the Rams out. I'm going to put Tennessee at 4. I like that. I like, I like that. That's a good uh, thing. Rams that, out, Tennessee at 4. Uh wasn't thinking about them. Uh it does seem like they always have a good wide receiver too. You know, like Humphrey's is going to do good whenever Corey Davis beats this dreaded plague that he
1: Nation He's going to come back.
0: He's going to be fine too. Um uh yeah, you saw that guy first come in and uh first skip up against the ball. Yeah. He he got twenty five points. So yeah, yeah. Touch- And, and Tannehill, Tannehill is definitely somebody that uh, you know, if he's still available, I doubt he is, but man, that guy holy is holy just God. he he really is so efficient. So um yeah, that's a good pick. I like yeah. that. I like it. Now let me let me
1: talk about the next two. Because I think what you're doing, easy. Yeah, they're easy. Yeah. But when you flip the coin, I think what you're looking at is, you know, do you have Russell Wilson, you know, or do you have Pat Mahomes? Right. Because if you have Pat Mahomes, you're spreading the ball around a little bit unless you stack him with Travis Kelsey, of course, the great stack, you know, uh, but, but if you, if you have Russell Wilson, you probably, except for me, I don't probably have one of the other two wide receivers and which kind of narrows your funnel of points, which I love too. So it, to me, you could do one or the other for number one or number two, depending on how you've outfitted the rest of your team. But I think, yeah, for me, it's a, I go Seahawks two. I have chiefs one. Uh, that's what I ranked. And what about you? What would you go?
0: i I would go Seahawks one chiefs two for for fantasy value uh I just uh another thing that's I think Seattle's got a worse defense so yeah it, that yeah makes them better for fantasy so. <laughs> all these caveats by the way,
1: there's other teams that i like honorable mentions that I like. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys would have been in this conversation, given given what had happened. The
0: top five for me, right? Me too.
1: But there's a shifting, in what's happening? You can see it tonight. Uh, It's
0: just suck, suck. (laughs) dude. They, it's it's sad. It's sad. I mean, I mean, even you know, guys like Ceedee Lamb. uh, It's gonna it's gonna be rough goings uh, going forward, dude. So.
1: Yeah, good, good thing I didn't actually play Andy Dalton. I
0: picked him up, and then I was
1: talking to people, and they are like, Andy Dalton is some shite. Oh, so yeah. I dropped him, and I picked up Kirk Cousins, and then Kirk Cousins threw three straight interceptions to start the game. And I went, okay, I'm at negative four. Holy – Andy Dalton's better than this. No, no, no. no. Kirk not, Cousins not is not
0: in the world. Yeah, not in the fantasy world. yet. the other thing is that the Cowboys' offensive line is all banged up too. So if yeah. you don't have a mobile quarterback like Dak who can move around, if you have just like an old school white dude who's just gonna hang in the pocket, it's yeah. it's not gonna happen. There, no. there, there, all all those receivers get downgraded. I I don't really want any of them. I mean, after watching some of this game, I'm yeah, no. I don't want them. I really
1: don't. Yeah, CDs, TVs might have to change to uh, Goddard's,
0: (laughs) you know, Boddard's. I don't know,
1: something. We'll, We'll figure it out. All right, so let, let's jump to the last segment before Three Tweets, because Three Tweets is going to be a fun one. I like it uh, already. I know it's going to be good. Uh, let's talk about New England Baywatch, because this week saw a real turn in the in the tail. In the power rankings. In the power rankings. We've had a, a, a unsettling with the COVID issue last week, really a stall to the story. And then also with Tom Brady, Uh, uh, Not knowing how many downs there were uh, and and kind of losing that game to the Bears. It wasn't the best of times for for the New England Baywatch series in in terms of. Bears are good.
0: Bears are good. Who could have called the Bears being five and one? Like this is crazy. With Nick Foles as their QB, nonetheless. A, 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 yeah, Matt Nagy's just doing it. Like the he's defense. playing. Defense. Yeah, they're playing old school football and they're winning games. You know, so just establish the slow game. <laughs> yeah, they're doing it well, man. Oh, I mean, man, for, I mean, I, I, they're still not like on my radar as somebody that I think. You know, has any shot? Uh, you know, to go deep in the playoffs, right? But um, they're they're definitely five and one, though. You can't deny it. Top of the division, Le- yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I. It, but that win against the Packers, uh, you know, the the, the tables have flipped for me in New oh, England yeah. Baywatch. Uh, yeah. uh, now, I I think Cam, I am gonna say, I did think about this game with him. I, I do wonder if maybe there was the lingering effects of COVID. You know what I mean? Like, could be, like, could be. I mean, mean yeah, he I mean, just it, dealt with it. Lasts a month at least. Overall. Yeah, he just
1: dealt with a crazy disease. Oh you man! Know? So, so if if, if he, you eviscerated the poor guy, that probably inflamed his COVID. Man,
0: I'll I'm take sure. Derek Carr for him. Yeah, I'm not. I, I will. in 2020, I'm not talking about careers. But I, yeah, I, agree. Think, I think Derek Carr is going to have a good season. I, agree. Season. I thought about
1: I'm, no. No. Well, here's the thing. I agree uh, with all of those things. Um, uh, but you have to say uh, they lost to Drew Lock's field goal friend uh, Brandon McManus, kicking 9,000 field goals. CD Carter was beside himself every time McManus lined up for a kick. He was just like, honey, honey. No, look, 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 it's happening again. Red zone, red zone. No, 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 look. McManus, not in the red zone, though. No, it's not. Right. He's he's like at the 40. Oh, look at this. Ah! Every time. I'm sure his wife was like, "Danny, shut up. No one cares about kickers. Didn't they get rid of kickers in that crab cakes league you're in? He's like, yeah, that was some bullshit. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, if McManus beat Cam Newton, that's not good. We need to see that team rally to come back in the standings because right now it's shifted. We have a, a New England team that's below the, below the belt right now, and we have a Tampa Bay team that looks like their defense is real. They're in the top power rankings of the real NFL.
0: So, I mean, and the thing about the Patriots, too, is that you now have Miami, who they're not the Miami. They're three and players. three. They're, th- and they, they're, they're a tough team. So, yeah. you yeah. have Bills. You have the Bills and you have Miami in that division. Um, I, I, I think uh, they don't make the playoffs. That's I, right. Maybe. I, I mean, it's. I gonna, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna it's be gonna hard. hard to make the playoffs. I think. Yeah. You know, you got the Steelers and the Ravens. Um, you know, the Colts at four and two. Las Vegas Raiders look like a really good team too. There's a lot, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be yeah, a. I, I could see be. a battle. I could see them not making the playoffs, so I'm I'm definitely flipped on the power rankings. When yeah. you know before when Cam stepped in and was having these big you know multi touchdown games and well, his bone in it out there. He, it, it looked like New England was gonna just you know just east do do east. what they do. Uh, but I just think they're – I mean, there's a. Re- I, I think Tom Brady was like peace out to this because I don't have anybody to throw the ball to. And, well, yeah. You know, I I I you know, I, I never count out Bill Belichick, but um I just think if we're talking New England Baywatch, it looks like Tampa Bay, like good for you, Tommy. Like yeah. you, you made a good move, dude. Like two guns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I'm in. I, I like it a lot too. And just between you and me, I don't play favorites on on. on you know, any team other, I don't love teams. You know, I built Bill. Bill, I respect Bill Belichick a lot. He's a great coach and I respect Tom Brady a lot too, but I did want to see what it would look like without them being together. And uh, Tom's got another really good coach, another really good coach. And uh, they're working together to get it done. So uh, I like them going forward. I think they are going to make the playoffs. They can, they can win that division. We'll see the saints are three and two. They can win that division, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're foreign, too. So, um, you know, uh, to me, I, you know, I, you know, Cash did not have the best weekend this weekend uh, in DFS because I built a lot of lineups around here in Rodgers. I did not see that coming. I I honestly thought Green Bay was going to do what Green Bay's been doing. And, um, you know, Tampa Bay to just have a a dominating win like that. Yeah, they've – the power ranks have been adjusted. So
1: they have. Well, speaking of that, uh, you know, I think it is, is probably time, you know, just personally for one of our favorite segments, which is called three tweets,
0: trace tweet
1: three of the tweetiest tweets you can tweet. So let me pull these up real quick. And if you wanted to share yours, you could now, I'm going to, you. you sent up. Okay. I have not looked at all at my DM. So, this will be uh, fun to go and jump into, and I'm gonna, you know, it's so fun to produce a show. I think you learn about how everybody else has done it. I produce a show every day for my class, and uh, it's a lot of work, but it's 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 not it's not the worst. Do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Yeah, I can
0: start. My first tweet is no Sounders. It's one of it's just one of the funniest things I've ever seen on the internet. <laughs> okay. Is it a
1: picture or is it a video?
0: Yeah, it's a picture. The second one's a video, if I win. Yeah. Uh, this one
1: uh, I like this. just on.
0: made me LOL quite a bit. Um, It's going to be a little hard if you're just listening to get really the value of this. But for the people watching, um, th- there it is, the one with the chase card. Um, yeah. Okay, so the tweet says it's got the prayer hands. It says, just got my first debit card, and it's got prayer hands. (laughs) And then then it's a picture of his debit card, (laughs) front and back, with all the numbers on it. (laughs) It's just got all his information right there. so funny I don't know who did that tweet I don't know if they're just like I know it's illegal I don't know if you like are trying to like hurt your girlfriend can you look at the name what is the name okay, go back to the name
1: his name is Noah J. Silverstone. Noah <laughs> he put
0: he put it on the Twitter and it got 127,000 likes that's hilarious. That made me laugh. So yeah, that, that
1: is good. I'm gonna give made you. He
0: sure he put his little three-digit code on the back too.
1: <laughs> oh man, that That, that is funny. That that is a, definitely a good one. All right, let me let me check mine. I'm gonna do uh, a little shout out to myself here. You know, toots. Okay. You know, um, but I talked about earlier how I. I was not the only person who didn't win this week. Well, I woke up today a little discouraged I didn't win and uh, went on the interwebs and found out I, I didn't win, but it was okay because I, I still won some, and I definitely didn't do this. So this made me feel a lot better about myself. Let's, let's let's hear from my guy Pete Overzet here. Okay. Yes, Joe, it's a lot of snowflakes. I'm aware. I'm aware of snowflakes. It's freezing. I'm wearing I'm wearing a pullover hoodie because I'm so cold. I was on a heater and now I'm freezing. As they say in Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Winter is coming. Your your bankroll is going to get frozen over. <laughs> I'm way too wired for a Monday morning here. Um, Okay. snowflake king no that's that's not my nickname please don't please don't make that my nickname (laughs) 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 yes joe
0: it's a lot of snowflakes
1: i'm aware yeah he's aware uh that's that's my guy pete over and uh, i interjected myself in there because this morning i had lost and i was not feeling great about myself uh and i jumped in to youtube during a little break when my uh my uh, responsibilities were not there and uh, there was Pete with, with 9 out of 10 snowflakes. His lineup scored 59 points in the spot. <laughs> I felt bad because my lineup of 204 only won me $100. Here I am bitching. That guy is the man. I love Pete over Shout out, Pete. Uh, we're coming back. Uh, I did lose, like I said, this week. So did he. But that lineup was just so That's funny. A-
0: yeah, that's Dude, a an Arctic, Arctic lineup right there. Oh my, that's, that, that's that's bad. Well, he wanted oh, DeAndre Hopkins go to the house. Damn
1: it! So here, he, here's what we have with him. He's so smart because he he lined up all of those comments right in a row, and he, you know, if you know about the, the Game of Thrones, of course, the Night King, Winter is coming, calling him, you know, the Snowflake King. It was perfect. He he's just a master of all things entertainment. I gotta say. One of my favorite DFS follows. If you're not following Pete Overzet, oh man, that guy is just the best, hilarious. uh, You know, somebody I want to be like when I grow up. Between you and me. So, uh, anyway, I think you win just because that thing is so epic. Uh, I I think that is just
0: you know. You like that one, okay? I I I I, I have a, a different tweet for it's it's not hilarious, but it's really crazy. Yeah, so go to the lebron james thing blow this one up get the sound going here we go all right go start over start over go start over all right yep pause it pause it yeah start it over too All right. lord of the rings LeBron yeah, yeah, yeah. James. yeah this is a nintendo 64 game right that's a nintendo 64 game
1: yes i see that
0: nintendo 64
1: yes old school
0: old old yeah, it's Lord of the Rings. It's LeBron James Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And it's it's him with four rings. Okay? Kind of weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. pre- press play. Just this weird that is he, cool that yeah, is and when, like when did 64 die out like i mean that's got stuff of him on with the heat but i didn't even think that looked like a a somebody
1: who produced a sticker and then who wrote a code of a video and then somehow put it into that. that that's highly sophisticated is
0: that what it is man yeah that's,
1: that's super cool fake man. is it a deep
0: fake it's
1: not a deep fake. It's
0: just somebody who – Is there who, a real game called LeBron James, the Lord of the Rings? No, there's not. They just made that? Yeah, that's just an homage. That's just an homage to him. Yeah. I mean, what, what is that? That's like, yeah, they just made – somebody produced all of that? They just, Yeah, some, some super nerd made that, which
1: is super cool.
0: Let's check. I have not checked. It, LeBron it, James, Lord of the Rings. Somebody just made that for a tweet. I think they did. LeBron James, Lord of the Rings.
1: I've never seen that before. By, by the way, I have a snarky Troy Aikman comment that I think deserves a listen. Uh, and, and Joe Buck too. That's a lot of Jeff fuel just to do a little flyover. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> what is that? That was Troy Aikman and and Joe Buck at the San Francisco game. There was a flyover, and they're bitching about it. I think they're. I didn't know they were both libs. But listen to this. It's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That <laughs> stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket.
0: I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's blurry. I think you're right about Le- LeBron James. I I I can't see that this is any game. So I I just wanted to share that because I it's thought cool. it was, it's pretty weird. It's like pretty somebody cool. somebody created that. Like, they made that. Yeah, somebody made that. Like that's, that's cool. It's yeah, it's cool legit yeah well
1: speaking about cool as shit what yeah, a nerd you, what a nerd i love that speaking of nerds and cool as shit check out my podcast on saturday night the dfs money shot also check out my podcast on sunday I, i'm the millie maker myself and Bo are normally on there and then saturday night with Bo and sunday it kind of goes both both ways we, we start late uh it's fast hard finish you know and then i'll be all around like last week i was on a bunch of different podcasts Uh, I'm always here Monday night from 930, apparently now until 11, which is great, man, because I love talking to you. I will talk to you until the cows come home. I don't care if anybody listens to this shit, but you and I get to hang out and talk and spit our fire. I mean, it's been a great day. I needed a little lift up at the beginning of the day. This day is coming to a great end, man, and it's because of you and my relationship with you. Love you, brother. This is awesome. You can check all of my stuff out at thefancymillionaires.com, nimblewithnumbers.com. Follow Mike at the Ralph Macho on Twitter. Me, I am Nimble W Numbers on Twitter. Uh, we'll see you next week. Please win your league,
0: win your week. Get there. See y'all week seven. Peace, peace, peace.